Well, welcome to uh, Ask the Zamboni Experts. My name is uh, Jimmy the Iceman McNeil, and uh, I've been a Zamboni driver for a number of years, recently retired. And over those years, I've been very fortunate to meet many people, be part of many events, including the writing of a book called The Red and White Zamboni Ice Machine, which I would like to share with you right now. And later on, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a bit. From September 30th, 2001 to January 24th, 2002, I participated in one of the coolest cross-country trips ever. It was a journey created to raise money for the Canadian Hockey Association by promoting grassroots hockey in Canada. This was known as the Goodyear Drive for Gold Tour. Now this unique uh, adventure helped us make hockey fans from coast to coast aware of the women's and the men's Olympic hockey teams that were preparing to play for uh, the gold at the 2002 Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City, Utah, USA. My job was awesome. I was the official Zamboni ice machine driver of the Goodyear Drive for Gold. And this is the story of the greatest trip of my life and the world's most incredible hockey fans anywhere. Canadian and American hockey is in your veins, I tell you that. So here we go. It wasn't so long ago, but it seems so far away. I remember the Goodyear Drive for Gold as if it happened only yesterday. September was warm as we started the drive to promote the game of hockey, our national pride. From East Coast to West Coast, we caused such a scene. People came from all over to see the red and white Zamboni ice machine. In Newfoundland and Labrador, we drove up and down the hills of St. John's, Gander, Corner Brook, and even Stephenville. At Port Abbas, Newfoundland, we boarded a ferry at night to reach the shores of Nova Scotia by the early morning light. Sydney, Nova Scotia found us driving through hail and rain, but as we traveled the busy port of Halifax, the sun was shining again. The red and white Zamboni ice machine drove through the streets of New Glasgow to the sound of enthusiastic hockey fans chanting, Go Canada, go. In beautiful Prince Edward Island, we drove through Charlottetown, where friendly and cheerful people came to greet us from all around. They visited the Hockey Hall of Fame, which they all agreed was neat, but what caused the most excitement was to ride on the red and white Zamboni ice machine seat. While driving through New Brunswick, fun was had by all, through Moncton, St. John, Fredericton, and finally into Grand Falls. Everywhere, the red and white Zamboni ice machine went. It was greeted by parents and kids. Traveling on a Zamboni ice machine, they'd say to me, have you flipped your lid? The temperatures began to fall during the next part of our trek, but the cold was easily overcome by the warmth of the Belle Quebec. From Quebec City to Trois-Rivières, then on to Drummondville, there was not a single dull moment no time for sitting still. In St. Hyathene and then in Granby, hockey fans filled each day. We drove through Long Isle and into Montreal where we watched Le Canadiens play. November arrived before we knew it and we were oh so busy. Crossing the province of Ontario meant visiting 21 more cities. We started in our nation's capital, Ottawa, 
in the pouring rain, where we were greeted by the politicians and took in three great periods of a senator's hockey game. Cornwall, Kingston, Napanee, Belleville to Peterborough. By the time we reached Toronto, the Olympic craze was really thorough. Then we took in a Maple Leaf game and were filled with Canadian pride. Then down the road to Hamilton on the red and white Zamboni ice machine ride. We went and saw a Bulldogs game and cruised all through the streets. Sitting on the red and white Zamboni ice machine was a feeling you could not beat. Brantford brought me proudly home to my family and my friends. But after two days of appearances, I said goodbye to my wife and kids again. Windsor brought riders from the USA who followed our journey online. Londoners thought riding the red and white Zamboni ice machine was certainly quite a time. In Kitchener, Walter Gretzky came out to greet us with his stories about the fast-paced and incredible sport of hockey in all its glory. In North Bay, on one of our days off, a friendly game of ball hockey broke out. A blistering slap shot and a goalie diving to make a save is what Canadian hockey is really all about. In Sault Ste. Marie, we were battered by snowstorms. Ice pellets were stinging my eyes, but a rider from Australia was a warm and pleasant surprise. Westward bound, we continued. We were moving very slow. Our jaunt through the city of Winnipeg was spent driving through the blistering snow. After that was Selkirk, then over to Stonewall. Riding the red and white Zamboni ice machine was an exciting time for all. Next came Hartney, then Deloraine, where Lord Stanley's Cup was on display. To win this beautiful trophy is why hockey players play. From Brandon, Manitoba into Yorkton, Saskatchewan, people came from miles around just to cheer us on. In Regina, the weather was sunny and unseasonably warm. Unbelievably in Moose Jaw, we drove through a dust storm. We drove along to Swift Current through Rosetown, then into Saskatoon. People rode with us by the light of the full moon. In Prince Albert, North Battleford and Lloydminster, holiday bells began to chime. Christmas was now upon us, so we broke for family time. The holidays were short and being with family was great, but for the red and white Zamboni ice machine, Grand Prairie could hardly wait. When we arrived in Edmonton, the Oilers were in action. It warmed my heart like you wouldn't believe to watch each hockey fan's reaction. By Prince George, British Columbia, the time just seemed to fly. In Williams Lake, we said hello to more hockey fans and as quickly said goodbye. Vancouver was amazing. All the riders were insane. They braved the unpredictable weather to ride with us in a January rain. To get from the mainland to Victoria, we had to board a boat. We couldn't have asked for a better day to find ourselves afloat. Victoria was incredible. There were buds out on the trees. And what a thrill to have hockey legend Howie Meeker ride the red and white Zamboni ice machine with me. Throughout Kamloops, Kelowna, and beautiful Cranbrook, the red and white Zamboni ice machine drew people from all over to have a look. The tour would soon be over, as many good things often end, but not before a stop in Lethbridge where we were made more hockey friends.
in Medicine Hat, that's where it's at. The people were friendly and sincere. After an exciting day of driving, we headed down into Red Deer. Red Deer was great, and a definite plus was when the women's Olympic hockey team came and rode the red and white Zamboni ice machine with us. I told them I was very proud and predicted that they would win gold. At the time, I was unaware of the truth my words would hold. Calgary was our final place, but it was not a sad day. Far from that. To hockey fans that followed our trip coast to coast, I proudly tipped my hat. It was a cross-Canada trip where stories were told and people realized the dream of being part of a history and riding the red and white Zamboni ice machine. All who rode with me became lifelong friends. All those smiling faces were grand, as are all the memories of those fans who waved and took time to shake my hand. How lucky I was to travel the country, travel cities up and down, to meet so many fantastic people and visit all those great hockey towns. And at the 2002 Winter Olympics, Canadian hockey players took hold. Both the women's and the men's hockey teams proudly won Olympic gold. And that would be the end. When I was first approached to uh, drive the Zamboni ice machine across Canada, um, it was only after I had been uh, crowned as the Zamboni driver of the year in 1999, being raised by a Zamboni repairman certainly uh, made me love this machine. So uh, I, I have to say that the, the companies that sponsored the Goodyear Drive for Gold, obviously Goodyear, the city of Brantford and IMG Canada were the ones who approached me to drive the Zamboni after it was maybe suggested by the California Zamboni company. So of course I was pretty shocked when I was on my way to work one day, got a phone call from IMG saying they had this idea and it was like uh, being a kid again because I couldn't say no. This was something that I had always dreamed of doing was actually driving a Zamboni across Canada. So this was an opportunity that uh, couldn't be turned down and it was uh, from the word go, I was very fortunate to be introduced to, oh, I can't, I can't even think of all the people's names that I that uh, came out to support this. Obviously, Hockey Canada was there, Zamboni was there, and then the city of Brantford, who I worked for at the time, they became a major sponsor, which was a great thing as well. And again, uh, Goodyear uh, did this to promote grassroots hockey, and it it worked. It was a beautiful trip. It started out at uh, Mile One, Newfoundland. And we went across the country to Victoria Island and back into Calgary to the home of Canadian Hockey Association, which led us through approximately 69 or 70 cities. This trip took four months to do. And we left in September of uh, 2001 and we finished in January of 2002. At the time, I had a very young family, and uh, that was probably the most difficult part was leaving home and leaving my wife, Lori, to, you know, kind of look after uh, the kids, the, the animals that we have. But uh, anyway, we survived, and it was a great trip. I met many young hockey celebrities, 
many hockey stars retired and the hockey players that were playing. I remember riding with Stan Jonathan in Brantford, um, Howie Meeker in Victoria. And of course, Walter Gretzky was amazing because he would come out and visit in the most unpredictable places. He would show up. He showed up in Kitchener. He he was in Calgary when we got to Calgary. And I mean, the man was a machine. He was amazing. He was he is one of the greatest hockey dads ever, if not the greatest. I'll tell you that. And uh, um, some, I mean, retired players like Pat Hickey that people would go, who? Well, these are guys that I remember. And um, they they were all out. They they were there. Uh, it was great. The uh, coaching staff from the women's Olympic hockey team came out, and um, that was amazing. In Red Deer, they rode the machine with me, and they chatted and they talked. They all thought it was great. Everybody I talked to just thought this idea was an amazing way to promote. Uh, grassroots hockey in Canada and and again I mean like at that time Sidney Crosby was still a junior hockey player he was uh, you know on our trip through Quebec they brought out all the junior guys to to meet the Zamboni ice machine and these are guys that uh, are now hockey legends (laughs) And, and I've met them so it was it was a lot of fun I certainly uh learned a lot. I was very fortunate to meet some 1,300 riders. I uh, apparently roughly that many people rode the machines with me. So um, the idea was that people could ride the Zamboni for a kilometer, which is, you know, which is just under a mile. um, And they would pay $20 and two cents, which was in tune with the 20 uh, 02 Olympics. So that was, you know, sort of the catch there. And they could ride this specially built Zamboni ice machine with myself. And we chatted with everybody that had a chance to ride. Sault Ste. Marie, I had a young lady that uh, was going to school there. Uh, and she was from Australia, never been on a Zamboni. Uh, but she did learn how to skate. And she always saw the Zamboni ice machine and just wanted to ride on it so when this happened um she was she was thrilled i was thrilled for her so it was great um met uh some re- uh, retired hockey players uh in fact in london uh i had um somebody with five stanley cup rings that uh, played for the toronto maple leafs now i that's very hard to believe now but you know back then they had such a, a strong and great team that uh he came out and he brought his wife because she went to every one of his games. And um, at that time, uh, she always used to say she wanted to ride a Zamboni. Well, their children made sure that uh, she got to ride the Zamboni along with her husband and myself. And again, just another wonderful story. Um, I had an 80-year-old uh, rider that... Uh, had always wanted to be on a Zamboni ice machine and it was her birthday. So that was her birthday gift. And, you know, these are people that came from all over. It was, it was amazing. And to have people from the U S of a come when we were in Windsor to ride the machine with us again, just 
it just shows the the depth of what this actually did and how it brought a hockey community together all right well on the line now we've got doug peters from the zamboni company yes. hey jimmy how you doing hey, i'm good doug how are you good enjoying listening to your story it's awesome uh, thanks we've met several times over the years and we do have uh something in common and that's the fact that his dad was a zamboni repairman as was mine he was he um actually drove the machine for the north stars um, after we got back from africa that was his job that he got uh after our return and wow. he was there with the north stars as their chief engineer and did multiple other things and did that till about the mid 70s when he disappointed me and uh, took a job <laughs> where he's making more money but no season tickets to watch the NHL play. Oh, yes, I, I understand that one because as a kid, uh, the Brantford and District Civic Center would have my father go to all the Pittsburgh Penguin training camp games because they used to hold their training camps at the Civic Center uh, somewhere around 68, 69, um, right into I think 72, but they always wanted the repairman there just in case. So my dad would bring my brother and I and we'd all get in for free and uh, treated like royalty actually. <laughs> uh, my mom and dad used to have the um, young hockey players over that had no no partners to cook for them. Yeah. And it was it, it was funny because Buster Harvey, who ended up being one of our dealers, uh, was one of the guys that uh, my parents had over for a meal when I was a little kid. So oh, wow. uh, mm. kind of full circle of certain things. Absolutely. Yes. That is so cool. <laughs> I try to think of like, I mean, Red Kelly were, and guys from this area. Brantford was very big with hockey talent. Uh, one of the latest ones, probably Chris Gratton, um, who spent a lot of years uh, in Tampa Bay and traveled a bit. There's a kid that the Ducks had that they traded to Buffalo, a defenseman that came from Brantford, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, uh, just just recent. Brandon Montour. Montour, Brandon that's Montour. it. Yeah. In fact, I, I know him. Uh, he played on the junior team that my son helps out with. So we got to see him play for a few years. And then, yeah, he's he's an amazing young fellow that's just so caring and giving. He's he's a great guy to know. So, yeah. Disappointed yeah. that the Ducks traded him, but I, they got to be numbers. And then it was funny. They traded off a bunch of defensemen, and then a yeah. the bunch of defense they had all got injured. So Yes. Well, yeah, and Brandon's in, uh, well, with Buffalo now. So, yep. uh, you know. He's close to home. So. There you go. Maybe you can get down and yeah. see him. Oh, definitely. Definitely. He's always in touch with my son. <laughs> well, Jimmy, it's always good to talk to you, and hopefully we'll get another chance to uh, have you on a future podcast. All right, Doug, thanks very much. And it's good to know your dad was sort of in the business too, so that's good good time and good stories. I know. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> there, believe me, there's a lot of them. You have a great day. You as well. Thanks, Doug. Thanks. It's always nice to have somebody like Doug to talk to and just uh, memories from days gone by, I suppose, and, and his stories and my stories. Um, a lot of them are pretty close to being the same. Different cities, different towns, different people, but the stories are the same. <laughs>